Rockin' Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, Future Ravens. Welcome back to the Talking Raven podcast. My name is Stanley Philippe. If you don't mind, I'm going to channel my inner Carlton cheerleader for just a moment to celebrate an achievement that we've seen before, but we're still so very much impressed by it. I am, of course, talking about our Carlton Ravens basketball program. You see, last weekend, the annual Capital Hoops Classic took place at the Ravens' Nest, and our women's and men's basketball team did what they do best, win. Yes, we defeated our arch rivals, Ottawa UGGs, by a score of 63-43 to for our women's team and 71-58 for our men's. And it's we don't want to take these victories lightly, especially given the fact that during this pandemic, been a bit of a challenge to get our Ravens squads out there performing. So a big shout out to our student athletes for being such money students when it matters most at crunch time. And speaking of money, yes, that was a great smooth transition. Today's episode is dedicated to your financial outlook. Hopefully you tuned in to Wednesday's Live at 5 where we had a conversation about financing your education. We're going to continue that conversation with Alana, a really key member of our awards office, who's going to give you some tips, some pointers, and a bit more information as to where we're at and uh, what type of scholarships and bursaries you may want to look forward to. So hopefully you'll enjoy my conversation with Alana and hopefully you are enjoying our brand new segment. It's called Faculty Chats. It's time for Faculty Chats. It's time for Faculty Chats. Today, I want to spend some time talking about our Bachelor of Arts degree. You may be surprised to learn that the BA continues to be one of the most popular degree options, not only at Carleton, but all universities across Ontario and across Canada. Now, the big misconception is that the BA doesn't necessarily lead you to a direct career outcome. And yet, what we do know are the skills that you're acquiring in this program are not only transferable, but they are the skills that employers are looking for today. So here is my challenge to you folks. I want you to visit our English department's website. Our BA English is an amazing program at Carleton, and we have this 
awesome video series where students are talking about their experiences studying in the BA. It's called Carlton's English Program, Making It Happen. It's a three-part series, so please take the time to visit that site. We'll post a link in the episode notes. In addition, you will also see a blog where students who participated in Carlton's co-op program, so these are English students participating in the co-op option at Carlton, we're talking a bit about their experiences doing co-op, also studying abroad uh, within their fourth year. So there are really a, a lot of cool resources about the English story at Carleton University, and that will hopefully give you a good idea as to what the BA can do for you. It's now time for our conversation with Elena. We really want to encourage students to take advantage of the financial resources that are at your disposal at our school. And Alana is gonna highlight some of those opportunities and give you a better idea as to what happens after you submit those applications. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Today's guest really needs no introduction. Uh, she's been on the podcast before. She's a valued member of the Carlton community. So I'd like to say a welcome back to Alana. Thank you so much for rejoining us on the Talking Raven podcast. Oh, thank you so much. By the time folks hear this episode, the prestige deadline will either be a short, few short days away or it will have already passed. So for those who did submit an application, can you walk them through what's next? How long does it take to review the applications? What do we look for in a recipient? How do we let them know? G give us the kind of the breakdown, the timeline of what they can expect after submitting that amazing application. Yeah, so the prestige scholarship is due March 1st. All those applications become our responsibility. So we're gathering all 700 to 800 applications and we are putting them together. We're making sure the package is complete and we will attempt to contact you if you know something is missing or if the PDF won't open. We want to make sure that everyone gets their best shot at these awards. So we put it all together and then we send all 700, 800 applications to every member on the committee. And the committee members will read every single application. So wow. 700, 800 applications, we're looking at about a month. <laughs> it does take some time. But once we reviewed every single one, typically there are some quick standouts. It does tend to be a pretty easy and unanimous decision, although sometimes we will deliberate over a few. And then we contact the winners of the awards. They will get a phone call from the director of awards. So they'll get a personal phone call um, letting them know they've been selected and everybody else will be notified. So you don't have to be in the dark. You will get an email letting you know that recipients have been selected. Unfortunately, you may not be the one, but don't think this is the end of the road for you in awards. You know, there's others out there and other opportunities that are still rolling in as into April. So make sure you keep going, you keep applying. And I think that's a really good point. Like, you know, there, there are no losers in this process, right? It's if you take the time to submit an application, 
you've already, you know, reached that baseline of whatever financial outcome or picture you currently have. And if you happen to receive an entrance or a prestige scholarship, then that can increase that baseline. But again, it, there won't be a, a decrease or a removal of any awards that you, you currently have. So it's a win-win in many ways. Obviously, there's a, a capital W for those who do receive one of the prestige scholarships. But like you said, you know, there are other ways of financing your education. And another big deadline that's coming up is on April 2nd for our leadership entrance bursaries. How important is it for students to tap into our different financial resources? Well, kind of like what you were saying, there are no L's in the financial aid game. <laughs> All you can do is catch a W. So best thing to do is... I mean, to quote an iconic television show, got to catch them all. Come on. <laughs> 1997. <laughs> so yeah, you know, there's lots of opportunities available out there. Apply, keep applying there. Like I said, there is no else. All you're doing is taking a shot and potentially getting some money out of it. We have lots of amazing scholarships and bursaries, and these are funds that, you know, you won't have to pay back. They're not student loans. So if there's an opportunity for free money, go for it. There's nothing to really lose in that. For those who may not be familiar, could you quickly describe the difference between a scholarship and a bursary? Sure. So scholarships are based on academic merit for the most part. There may be some other qualifications or um, specifications for a certain award, but it's mainly tied to academic merit. Whereas bursaries aren't necessarily about your grades or your overall average. They are more for students who have demonstrated financial need. And so it's to target that group of students who, you know, education is a little bit more of a hill to finance. And so bursaries are there to kind of help assist with that. Yeah, that's, and, I, and again, that's really important for folks to, to understand that there is a difference, but at the end of the day, the, the idea is to try to give those who may need a bit more financial assistance or those who perhaps were able to really, really excel in their communities or in their classrooms, an opportunity to, to gain some, some additional uh, financial uh, awards. Now, let's try to take a more of a provincial view. Have you noticed a change in funding availability since we started uh, the pandemic in 2020? Yeah, so student financial aid would be the government financial assistance that students have access to. And provincially, things haven't changed too much. However, on the federal side, we have seen an increase in grant funding. And so all grants since the start of this pandemic on have been doubled. Doesn't really matter what province you're coming from. You will be applying through the like your home province, but the opportunity is there for all students across Canada since it is federal grants that have been doubled. The best advice I can give for students who are applying for financial assistance is to apply as early as possible. You know, there can be a lot of documents that are required to complete your application. So get them in early. And that way you will be one of the first students to get your assessment, see what kind of financial aid you're working with, how much loan you're eligible for, how many grants you're eligible for. And then you have lots of time over the summer to make some decisions, make some financial moves and get ready for September. Do you have to have an offer of admission in order to submit an application? For OSAP specifically, so the government financial assistance to the province of Ontario, you do not need to have an offer of admission. If you applied through the OUAC to university, 
and you connected it to your OSAP account, you will have multiple applications already started based on all of your applications to schools and programs. So you can complete all those applications. And as you're slowly deciding, okay, this is not the school for me, or this is not the program for me, you can start closing those applications until you finally get down to that number one choice, that number one program, and then you'll be able to receive your assessment on that application. And we're, we're of course, assuming that every single person that's listening, their number one choice and program uh, is Carlton, whatever program that's at our school, Obviously. clearly, clearly is number one, right? So with that, there's one thing where we tell students, hey, before you arrive at Carlton, make sure you apply for our entrance scholarships or entrance bursaries. But we also really preach the idea of community engagement and involvement. We want our students not just be students, we want them to be active members of the Carlton community. Are there any financial and incentives for those students who do take on that challenge, who do um, get involved through either their departments or perhaps different club societies across campus? One of the first things that you may have noticed if you had gone to our website and had already kind of looked at the prestige scholarship application is that our other entrance applications are labeled leadership. So your entrance leadership bursaries, your entrance leadership scholarships, this is really to highlight students who are doing amazing things in their community already. We want to recognize that and reward that, but also invest so that you can continue doing that here at Carleton. And so a lot of our, you know, entrance bursaries, like the Helen and Douglas Nicholson Science Entrance Bursary, the Donald R. Yeoman's Bursary, these are all great great opportunities to recognize your leadership, what you've done in your community, and to reward that. And then once you're a student at Carleton, there are awards that you will be surprised to find out you've been awarded. Some don't even require an application. Your department may just recognize you. And some, you know, they do require an application. If, you know, big YouTube people out there, if you follow Simply Nail Logical, she has a scholarship application available to recognize stellar students who are also doing great creative endeavors in their community. So lots of opportunities to be recognized in your field or your area of interest. There is money available, you know, there, and there is money that goes unclaimed every year because students may not necessarily feel that they qualify or that they have the, you know, the, the time to find those resources, but you know, it, it can literally pay off with a much less stressful financial process when it comes to your pursuit of post-secondary. Elena, this has been really enlightening, very informative. I appreciate your time. What's the best way for our future Ravens to connect with our awards office? Are your folks more so on the phones, email, TikTok? What, what's, what's the best way to get a hold of our awards team? So you won't catch us doing any TikTok dances just yet, but maybe in the future, (laughs) but you can definitely uh, hit us up on Twitter. We are available on Twitter through email awards at carlton.ca. Call us up. We're always available by phone and would love to chat. Whatever you're more comfortable with, feel free to reach out. We're excited to hear from you. And what's the Twitter account? At CU Awards. At CU Awards. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Alana, for for joining us uh, this semester. I hope you have a great end to the winter term and uh, we'll for sure touch base soon. Sweet. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back with more of the Talking Raven podcast. Big shout out to Alana for sharing such valuable insight and a huge shout out to you our amazing listeners for tuning in 
to this week's episode. I really appreciate having this platform and being able to hopefully bring to you a sense of comfort, a lot of information, a laugh or two, but most importantly, to help you understand what Carlton stands for, what we're all about, and how we can make your journey much more fulfilling. So uh, again, a big thanks for taking the time. Now, next week, we're going to be chatting with our Paul Menton Center. You're going to learn more about what that center is, why it's such a valuable part of our Carlton community, and how our students are able to utilize the services available to truly reach their full potential. So looking forward to that conversation. Until then, this has been The Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. And remember, you have a lot of greatness inside of you. So don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome. Take care, y'all.